This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hey everyone, welcome to the Curious Girl Diaries podcast. I'm Layla London, aka The Curious Girl. Now, just to let you know, this podcast is not suitable for work. It's also not suitable for anybody under 18. But the rest of you consenting adults, let's get ready to talk about my sex life, sex in general, and everything in between in explicit, raunchy, fun detail. All right, here we go. He and I had something really rare and special and unique. I'm married to my dominant and whew, boy, that would be, oh my God. It's just the, the mecca of ugh, what I do hope to have someday. You know, they, that statement, familiarity breeds contempt. It really kind of does, you guys. When I'm into somebody, I study everything. That's what keeps the chemistry and that's what keeps things really exciting and all that passion and lust and just debauchery. A lot of these new kinks come about through my masturbation, which by the way, oh my God, I have taken masturbation to a new level. Hey everyone, welcome to the Curious Girl Diaries podcast. I am Layla. How is everybody doing? Happy Tuesday, guys. I'm so excited to get to do this episode and spend this time with you. I've got a lot to talk about today. It's going to be so much fun. Okay, just wondering, did you guys get a chance to check last Saturday's episode 417? I believe that was the number. That was a long episode with HK and myself. Actually, that was just the tip of the iceberg. I cut out some segments and really not even the juiciest parts. Sorry, I'm admitting it. Not even the juiciest parts of that conversation HK and I had, which was over three hours. If you want to hear the full unedited version you can go to the private podcast. It's at thecuriousgirldiaries.com on the website there. And you can sign out to become a private podcast member. Helps support this show and I appreciate it so much. It's just additional content, extra stuff, story behind the story, kind of what's really going on with me. And just also extra spicy stuff that I just can't post on the public podcast. So definitely want to check that out. But it was really... Oh my gosh. I mean, he and I have the best fucking conversations. I love him. I just, I love that he can sit there and he can let it rip just like me, you know, where we'll sit there and we're just like, okay, 
let's hash it out. Let's talk about it. And there's, it's no holds barred. Everybody puts it out there. And I, I love that. I'm such a fan of good communication, which is really such a great lead into this today's show. I got a voicemail from a listener and I loved it so much. You guys send me the best voicemails, by the way. I mean, seriously, oh, you don't know how much you keep me going. You just don't know how much your feedback really keeps me going. And it's the weirdest thing. If there's something I'm, it just feels like some of your voicemails come at some of the most timely points in my life. It's, you know, like, I'll be thinking about something or I'll be needing to hear something put to me a certain way. Or when you share your story, it really motivates me and gets me kind of sucked into the topic itself. But I just love it. So please, guys, keep it up. Your feedback is so important to me. And it's, it's honestly, it's really been keeping me going lately. So if there's anybody out there, and I know there's some of you lurkers, you know, you've maybe been thinking about sending me a voicemail. Do not be shy because I absolutely love, love them so much. And really it's caller's choice. You can, we can talk about anything you want, just you name it, maybe a past episode, something you're going through, you want my advice. It can be anything. There's just sky's the limit, guys. So if you've been wanting to send me a voicemail, but maybe you thought I didn't want to hear it or you were being shy, do not be shy, please. I really, really want to encourage you to send those in. All right. So today I want to share a voicemail from a listener, and this is from B. And here it is. Let me just let me play it for you. All right, here you go. Hi, Layla. My name is and I have been listening to your podcast for several months now. I started listening earlier this year before, about probably the beginning of summer, probably a little bit before that. But I did actually, I started listening to a couple episodes in the, towards the beginning, but took your advice and went back to the beginning and started all over again. So apologies if I feel like I am speaking to end of 2021, Layla. I know after listening to you, I know a lot changes in your life, a lot happens. So, but I just wanted to reach out to you. I've actually been meaning to do this. And finally, I just said, look, you, you just need to go ahead and send it. But I really got hung up in the beginning on everything with Cowboy N. I know that's in the past and everything, but a lot of it just with the BDSM, with everything that you went through with that. And just to give you a backstory, I've had a lot of obstacles with my sex life just recently, especially um, a lot that I've overcome. But in the beginning, I've only had two sexual partners, my the guy that took my virginity and my husband. And my husband, I've been together for 19 years. I got I met him when I was 17, super young. But the guy before him that took my virginity just wasn't a great guy. I did experience a little bit of sexual trauma, you know, not like necessarily abuse or anything like that, but just I had a very bad image of sex. Sex only meant to me that, look, it hurts and it's not enjoyable, but you just got to bear it down and get it, get it over with. And he used it as a weapon with me. It was, you know, constantly threatening. I'm going to leave you if, you don't, if we don't have sex type thing. So I hated it. I never wanted to do it. God bless my husband for understanding, you know, even when we'd have sex, it's still, he'd only had sex with another person too. So both still ex- an experience. I didn't have my first orgasm until after we were married. And so that we got married in 2009. 
I didn't have my first orgasm until 2012. That was really when I actually first started enjoying sex for the first time. Nothing against my husband. I mean, like I said, God bless him for sticking around. For have somebody who didn't want to have sex, didn't think it was a good thing, and and he did. And and at that time in 2012, I did tell him I actually enjoy sex. So this is something I want to do. This is I started learning more about BDSM. Of course, I did get into it. I'm not gonna lie. After the whole Fifty Shades of Grey craze, but I didn't get into it because of that. I got into the research of it because of it. I wanted to learn more. I wanted to find out more about it. So I told him and he kind of, you know, okay, yeah, it's, it's a fad type thing and kind of blew it off. And for years, we kind of argued because he kept getting stuck on me being the, I don't like sex, sex is a bad thing, instead of the, wow, she's actually hypersexual now, once this, this is the lifestyle she wants. And I also had a couple other health issues that, you know, also kind of gave me bad feelings with sex just because of the pain I'd get from it, just because I had endometriosis, PCOS. I had a hysterectomy in 2014. Finally, a couple years ago, I had got my last ovary taken out because of cysts and now completely pain-free, could not be any better. Luckily, never wanted kids, never have a desire to have kids, so that wasn't an issue. But, you know, it wasn't until recently, and actually, it was listening to your podcast, you know, listening to you and the cowboy and the banter between you two, it was so hot. And I said, I want that. And I knew my husband's a very alpha man. He is, he has that dominant gene in him. He was a college wrestler. He's a man's man. He is the, you know, I get shit done. I take care of you. He's always been hyper protective of me. My safety's always mattered to him. And I said, we could have that dynamic. And, you know, I finally, I told him, I said, look, I get it. It's been confusing for you. I know this has been an, it's a merry-go-round argument that we always seem to have, but I told you 10 years ago what I wanted. And I get that it's different, but it also has been 10 years. I basically, I, I gave him an ultimatum. Not an ultimatum like I'm going to leave you or anything, but like a, uh, this is what I need. And if you're not going to give it to me, I'm going to stop asking for it from you. I'll take care of myself if I have to kind of thing. But you know, I actually wrote him a letter and it was probably the best thing I did because it was uninterrupted thoughts. And I think I just wanted to share that with you because I first I wanted to send this to you to ask for advice and what to do. And then I said, you know what, instead I'm gonna send her one as a thank you. And if you have anyone else that's maybe going through the same thing, that letter was life changing. And I'm so glad I did it. And I know I only have a couple seconds left, but you know, I'd love to give more details of how things have changed for me. But again, I just wanted you have this opportunity to thank you. Thanks, Layla. Bye. All right. I love that. Thank you so much, B. First of all, like kudos to you for still being just exploratory. For kudos to you for being married to, for 19 years, for having this great relationship, for, you know, your maintaining open, honest communication with your partner. This stuff is not easy. And I really, I just, I love and appreciate this so much. Well, here's the fun thing, B, is that I got this voicemail and while I got it, HK was visiting. And I thought, you know what? I want to get a male perspective. I mean, I guess I always, I know what the female perspective is and I'm going to talk about that. But I recorded, I got him to sit down again after we'd already done our three hour conversation or three and a half hour conversation that we recorded. We have so much fun with it, by the way. 
He's just such a good sport. And he loved this question as well. So we sat down and I caught him. I'm like, hey, let's answer this question for a listener. So here's us discussing B's voicemail. And he's got some good advice for you, B. So here we go. Good news. Strictly Anonymous podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So if you lead an interesting, naughty secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool too. Send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. That's strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. Or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com and click on be on the show. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Okay, so I want to get your opinion on this listeners, I guess, just give her some advice. Like, what do we think? First of all, I'm curious to know, given the same scenario, you've been married, let's say 19 years, and all of a sudden, you know, your spouse comes to you with wanting something a different. It's, a, you know, I mean, BDSM is a, it's a, it's a kink, and it's obviously a different way to interact sexually. So this is going to be different than what you've done, uh, a lot different. And, you know, you may have some preconceived thoughts and ideas about what it is and what it isn't. But if your partner just came to you at a left field and wanted something completely different in the bedroom, what would you think about that? Would it, would it be off-putting? Would you have concerns? I mean, part of me would be like maybe pleasantly surprised, but also... I think just the foundation of who they are as a couple, right? So, I mean, it's probably been pretty traditional, and, and I'm sure it's had its passing moments. That's why she, she probably wanted to build on it. And yeah. I'd be surprised if he wasn't, you know, like once he hears the kind of what she's thinking, the willingness to, yeah, let's explore some some new parts. You know, I don't know, you know, like kids in the home would probably make, like me nervous if my kids were around I'm like oh we're gonna get caught here you know yeah. like, you know whatever the case so maybe a getaway you know introduction weekend maybe where there's, maybe you're on where you're on neutral ground yeah a little that's bit that's a good idea little bit where it's kind of yeah. like i mean we all know like you know hotel sex is real you know? yeah so it is like, people like really let loose yeah so yeah. maybe that's it's a little bit of yeah maybe get an airbnb a, yeah yeah right where you got some space and you know they have Airb- they have Airbnbs that are actually kink, like you you know you know how you and I were just talking yeah. about oh, a sex room. Geez. They have sex like se- literal like your whole it's a it'd be like a studio with you know you got a bed and a kitchen and everything, but then the rest of it's like a whole like a sex room. Wow, what's the website there? <laughs> I know no they had there's one locally here no, around here really. The, well, that's, it's that's, an Airbnb. I think that would be. Um, it's an Airbnb. It's on Airbnb, and you rent. You know, it's obvious. It's just kink and fetish based. I think that would be so much fun. Let's look into that. Yeah, for sure. Okay. That, I mean, that kind of freedom. We got to answer this girl's question. I, I, I'm sorry. I'm getting off and making it about myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good answer, but that's why these 
That's why these questions are good to explore because it's going to bring something there. Yeah. But so here's, I guess this is, let me run this, let me run this up the flagpole. So my thought is if I was her husband and I just talked to, you know, from doing this podcast, I've talked to a lot of men over the years, mostly men. It's usually the other way around. It's usually the men who want to try to have, get their wives. You know, they're asking me, how can I get my wife to whatever, fill in the blanks, X, Y, and Z. And what I think. I would think that'd be way harder. Do you think it's way harder? I do. Why? You don't have much hope. You have this image, you know, that you're yeah. sort of carrying, especially in a relationship. You've been there for a while. I mean, yeah. it's like, yeah, the respect you have right. for me, whether for the partner, you yeah. know, it's a thing over years and there's spaces that you don't, you know, you know, when you're, you can push and you can't, Yeah, you know, like you can see it on your face, like, mm, maybe not, I <laughs> maybe I shouldn't go there on it right now. Uh, you can see. Not that I can't. Am I, it's just, am I that obvious? Um, I'm pretty hard. You can't. My face never lies. Like you can pretty much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're can. fun to read for sure. Am I fun to read? Yeah, but um, <laughs> that's, yeah, that's exciting for them. I, I think, but so I think it's fine as the space that he's, you know, he's comfortable. It's like okay, I'm being yeah. given permission to do X, X, Y, Z. You know, mm-hmm. a little bit, and it's been out of my lane a little bit. Yeah. But, but so, because I care about keeping you around and happy. Yeah. So for me, I think probably what's coming, what most likely is coming up for him, because based on, you know, her voice, mom's just sensing that he, there's a little bit of hesitation on his part, or there could be. It's basically when your partner is changing. That's a little scary. Like all of a sudden, can you imagine you're married to this person for, you know, 19 years, they come to you and they say, out of left field, like, you know, I mean, you, you've been with them sexually, like this, this is a surprise to you. Like, how could I not have known that my partner wanted these things or had these fantasies? And after this long, and now they're like, there's a side of them that I don't know. And that can be scary, regardless of which way this is going. When this is not the same example, but initially in the very, very beginning stages, when I started doing this seven and a half years ago, you know, I was seeing this guy and he was talking about some kinks and I really liked him really nice guy, but he was into, you know, he was saying what, you know, some of the things he was into and it was kind of like more where the female was the dominant one. And also he was into the hot wifing, you know, where and the cuckolding, right? Where the woman goes out and has sex and he has to stay behind and know that she's out fucking some other guy. And that builds into like the guy's angst and erotic jealousy and all that kind of stuff and being demeaned a little bit. And that was what he was into. And I, and I remember when he was suggesting that I go out and be with other guys, I felt like, oh my gosh, that just like instantly made me insecure. I was like, he doesn't like me enough. What's going on here? Why am I not enough? Like, why does he need me to go screw other guys? He must not care. Mm -hmm. He obviously doesn't care. You know, and so while this is not the exact same scenario, and I've had other things similar where somebody brings up a kink where I'm like, ooh, I don't know how I feel about that. Because again, it it was more about, you know, it's brought up some fear in me. And so... If I were to put myself in his shoes, I might be thinking like, oh my gosh, okay, my partner has this secret side I know nothing about. What else don't I know? 
do they really want me? Is this a band-aid that she's trying to put on our relationship? Like that's just where I'm guessing some of that may be coming into play for him, but maybe that's just a girl brain. I don't know. What do you think? I mean, do you think that's fair? Like a guy would have those, would be concerned too. Like she's changing and maybe she's outgrowing me or not. I'm not going to change with her and what's happening. Yeah, for sure. I I think I, it's even, um, you know, it's like talking about alcohol drugs, you know, your, your moral character, your fiber won't allow you past where you're comfortable. Even yeah. if you're wasted, really. Yeah. Right. I mean, people are like, Oh, well, I did this, you know? So I think, okay. So given that fact, is there a, a distance in this thing that I, that I can't go? And is that okay with my partner? Like mm-hmm. I can play along for this certain point, but maybe like that. Okay. Like I, I couldn't go there, you know, anywhere. I'm like, oh, I want you to go out and be with somebody else and yeah. like, encourage them. It's going to be like, I couldn't go that far. So, yeah, no, you know, <laughs> but if you're talking about me being part of the equation all the time and this is what we're building towards, then I think, yeah, I think that'd be fun. That's like learning yeah. to do a new skill, yeah. you know, like going out and learning to snowboard. I mean, okay. hopefully after a while you're, yeah. You're going on the rails or whatever, you know? It's yeah. Like, so, okay. Well, this is actually kind of a good, this is this is kind of good because you and I haven't really done any BDSM, any proper BDSM. Right. Even though you're a very dominant guy. Right. And so what she's saying, and I can see it, she's like, she recognizes, and this will happen a lot. Women will recognize in their partner. I've heard this a lot that how most guys come to it is a woman led them to it. There's somebody that that said I wanted that and then this is how these guys discovered you know usually at a younger age they discovered I'm a dominant guy I like this stuff in the bedroom actually I like to be a little more aggressive and that it's permissible and we agree on you know boundaries and things like that and and that my partner wants that too like she's totally into it mm-hmm. so and that's take a lot of times it takes the female to be the one to initiate it because guys naturally feel like this is an aggressive, it's, you know, it's more aggressive and that's sort of shunned, right, in society. So she's trying to bring that out in him and she sees his potential for it and she wants it. And I mean, if let's say, let's put you in that scenario, let's say I came to you and was like, okay, you know, I mean, you already know this, this is a totally viable circumstance. I like BDSM. It's a very hot, to do sexually right. in a sex act. You've never done that stuff, right? I mean, Lightly, no. Other no little, I mean, maybe a little slapping. Yeah. You know, maybe a little choking, light choking. Oh, I love that. Hair, hair pulling. Oh, I know. I go, oh, God, don't even. <laughs> no, we've probably been there. We've done it. Yeah, we've, we've probably been there to some mild Yeah, degree. we have. We have. We have. Because I know that's, yeah. I have that. Oh, yeah. I have that mm-hmm. propensity. Like, mm-hmm. Those areas. You mm-hmm. know, I don't mind that. Yeah. But when it came to, like I said, I mean, men's men, like we don't, you know, we don't hit women. Right. So right? I know. Right. So exactly. Even so, when you want to, you just don't do it. <laughs> you just don't do it. feel like she needs to be, yeah. she needs yeah. a sucker punch yeah. to the mouth right, right, right now. Right, right. I wonder how many times like guys have had to hold themselves back as I'm getting lippy. Uh, <laughs> Probably a lot. Yeah. You're like, I know how I can straighten this out, but yeah, <laughs> and it would straighten out quick. Have but. you ever, have you ever thought I want to strangle her? You probably have. At some Maybe point. Maybe just muzzle. 
Maybe muzzle might, maybe we, muzzle I, might work. Maybe we should get a muzzle. I mean, that could be like sexy. Oh, yeah, sex muzzle. Yeah, right. Or just a, you know, ball gag. You need that sometimes. Yeah, I do. There, there you go. I do. Yeah. You've earned it a couple times. Oh, I've more than earned it. I've earned it and backed up over it and run yeah, back over, you know. Yeah, like, I'm ready to pay it forward. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Okay. Good okay. plan. Well, so, okay. I, like I know. Yeah, we're this so, conversation but, came up. I, we're so, I know. I'm, I'm awful. I'm sidetracking. I'm trying to answer this question. Yeah. For, I'm trying to get your, a male point of view, and then I'm just like writing rough shot over it. Maybe I do need a little spanking. That's what I mean. See, this is what I'm saying. Like, I like to be checked. I like to be put in my place. If yeah. it's if it's a little strangling and if it's a little choking and a little slapping. That's probably what it is. Oh, man. I, something about that. You know, like, there is something about being manhandled that's just. Yeah. Mm. 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 yeah okay. Yeah. yeah. It's the, yeah it's anyway, the so. Caveman. So she is that caveman shit. And she's. I'll just use her first initial. B. B mm. is wanting that and really feels like she needs that and yeah. it, some people really do need it like you it's the submission part of it and for women like it, you really do like you there's women that it just it's so fulfilling and at the end of it, it's there's you know what you end up feeling like is really really cared for like mm. it's, it's part whole part of that safety protection thing it's like again he's the man and what he says goes and right. I mean, isn't that the ideal relationship oh, sexy, that has sexy shit. Oh, a lot of yeah. avenues and depth to go without losing respect or yeah, of course, or having to seek something out? Yeah, I think it's it's the ideal world, really. But so, how can you? So how? So she wrote him a letter, which I knew. Like I'm like I love that because we, you and I are about letters, and there's something about a handwritten note, and oh, we know that's there's there's true. You can feel. That's what I like about it. You feel the emotion of a letter. You do. You, you don't do. feel it as a text or a, no. you know, an email. No. I mean, it's better. A letter. You see it. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Because somebody took the time, like, they absolutely had to devote that to you. I'm not multitasking as I'm sending this text. I'm not, I sat down. You know, some is outlined or I written a, heavier or thicker yeah, letters. I like, know. It, there's impact to it. There is and impact. And when you look at it. Yeah. Yeah, I know. If it's in bigger letters, you're yeah. like, they mean it, right? I mean, that's... So if I pass you a note and I, if I say, like, I want you right now, right. now should be, like, in All bigger capitals, letters. All capitals, we're there. <laughs> Underline, we're, exclamation point, exclamation point. Give, give me 11 minutes. <laughs> give me 11 minutes. I'm ready. What do you got to do for 11 minutes? Oh, I think this is, that's just the overall prep time, I think, to get, get your mind <laughs> right. Come up 
with the lemonade. Oh, I don't know. It's just real random. Okay, okay. That's funny. It's it's a a guesstimation, but there is a... Yeah. Okay, so, uh, but... uh, I gotta get my mind around the role. Yeah. Okay, you gotta get into... You gotta get into... Gotta get into character. It's not just a switch. Like, it's it's always in there, though. Like, it's like, okay, boom. It's almost like getting on the fields. Go time. Oh, for sure. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Yeah, I'm excited for them. I know. I think... I think that's gonna be a great... That's going to be a great connector. And I think it's going to be a great build, building block on them and just being patient with. Yeah. And with, I think how, for me, I mean, I think how exciting is that, that they've been together this long. She loves him and he loves her. And there's something that they've been doing that they get to now that shows yeah, affection and yeah. love for each other. And now yeah. they get to add on to it. And go even deeper. I, yeah. I mean, it's just it's gonna. Br- I think it's, it's cool. When you it'll find bring s- them. It'll it'll reignite a lot of connection yeah. and love and communication. You know, because mm. when you're when you have to sit and talk about sexual scenarios and boundaries mm-hmm. and what you're in, it's mm-hmm. like it just feels good because you're trusting that person. And yeah. then when you guys, I think it's, I think it's good. I think it's a. I think it's a good it's a good feeling i think to learn something new about your partner i think you yeah, know like I it's do like too. damn i never knew that like that's really cool like i guess it's like you know the famous fun song out of you know do you like pina colada song you know like back yeah. from the 70s yeah. you know where the couples write letters to the paper trying to find a partner and they set up this big meeting and it ends up being the same Okay, I didn't even know that the, the, that, that storyline is part of that song. Oh, I'm just, I For just, sure. so I didn't know that. Okay, I learned, same, we learned cool. something new. Yeah, we learned something new. Anyway, well, yeah, okay. B, we're excited for you and I can't, you have to keep us posted on this and uh, I hope you like this long. <laughs> I got your voicemail and I thought, well, HK's here and he- awesome. He's a guy, so I wanted wanted your perspective on that. No, I hope that helped. I mean, that, that's uh, like I said, I'm that's cool. That's a, that, that's up, happening. You'd be you would be up for it. Oh yeah, under the, in yeah. that circumstance, you'd be excited. Oh, I would for sure. Yeah, and especially given the fact that you know they've had a good solid base to work from. And, yeah, and then what am I comfortable with? You know, as we get to that permission line and yeah. having you know having your 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 word you know your no word like the stop type thing whatever yeah. it is you yeah know. you have your limits your yeah. hard limits but then you like i said you build you're building towards some ideas and i think any you know anything that's freeing and anything that's got some curiosity to it and some some a different avenue of expressing ourselves and, and being connected together and connecting even that much more yeah that's going to be fun. It's going to be fun having a little bit of secret between them, right? I mean, we yeah. all know married couples are having sex. Yeah. But we don't know if married couples are doing, what are what, they doing? What are they, do, what are so they really doing behind closed right, doors? Yeah. Yeah. So there's a little bit there's of- There's an element yeah. of like naughtiness and secrecy, and it's their little secret. And yeah. I, I like that. that. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. No, it's fun. It's like being watching James Bond. I mean, you know he's doing it. You just never see it. <laughs> so it's all something fun. Okay. All right, there you go, B. I hope that helps. All right. Okay, B. So now you heard us kind of talk all that through. We're discussing your circumstance. I love his perspective on it. Now, I really want to just kind of delve a little bit further into your voicemail and my perspective. First of all, I would be remiss if I did not address 
the cowboy in the room. There's two cowboys on this call. One of them is the <laughs> the myth, the legend, the one, the only cowboy. And I get that you're listening to those episodes where uh, he and I are doing our recordings. And yes, B, you are, listen, you're correct. There's a, you know, Cowboy N, he's just a legend. I mean, really, you know, I think for the, everybody that I've had on the show and everybody that's been a strong love interest of mine throughout the years and throughout these recordings, or whether it's a strong love interest, or I guess even just a casual strong, passionate, sexual partner, you know, he definitely is a standout. There's no denying the chemistry. I think, you know, what you're hearing, what you've heard, it, it's the truth. It's legit. I mean, there's no denying it. You know, he and I had something really rare and special and unique, and it's a, lightning strike. You know what I mean? Like you just don't, that doesn't happen very often. And I appreciate the fact that you picked up on it. And I actually, and I, I love that actually B. So thank you so much for being as into those episodes with Cowboy Ann and I, as you expressed, and just, you're not, you're not off. It's absolutely there, you know, and we are crazy for each other. And that's obvious in our, you know, in our banter and that friction and that chemistry. And it's just something that you don't stumble on very often. And I don't expect to find that, you know, it just doesn't happen very often. So I'm very lucky to, you know, have had that and the sex that went along with it and the BDSM, which of course, you know, you're, interested in. And I just want to say, gosh, go for it. I mean, if I could have that within the context of a marriage, you know, that I'm married to my dominant and whew, boy, that would be, oh my God. It's just the, the Mecca of ugh, what I do hope to have someday and having that connection and love and passion and when you're just so fucking hot for someone. Yeah, I, I love that. And I think, and this is why this subject is such a good, it's such a good topic because I think a lot of times we forget that our partners are, they are somewhat mysterious and they should be. I've always believed as a woman that you should maintain some element of mystery that there should be sides that are always sort of potentially left undiscovered, but with the option to be discovered, I'm not trying to be obtuse here. What I mean is just like that, you know, you should always hold a little bit back and there should always be sides of you, you know, and that's why we should be always working to expand and evolve and grow. And part of that is that we don't stagnate and that we stay relevant to our partners. And that may sound weird, but I feel like what I've seen throughout the years of doing this podcast is so many couples, you just, you get bored, you get bored with each other and you will stagnate 
and you take each other for granted. And, you know, that that statement, familiarity breeds contempt, it really kind of does, you guys. There's something about, unfortunately, knowing everything about your partner that once you do, it's kind of like, then what? Listen, I want to know everything about my partner. Everything. I really do. When I'm into somebody, I study everything. I pay, I just notice, you know, I mean, it's the subtleties to the really obvious things. Like, the, you know, it's A to Z. But what I love is, and what I hope to also give as a reciprocal to a partner that I'm with is, again, that maintain that one little, that 5% that still has mystery and that area of yourself that you're cultivating, that's going to be always evolving and changing. And one of the things that we can do, quite frankly, the one of the ways that we can do that, and I think that we can stay appealing and mysterious and somewhat and relevant and always there's this small little thing where you're always kind of keeping your partner guessing in the smallest way. I don't mean in a way that breeds insecurity. I just mean that it's kind of like they know they can't take you for granted because you are always changing. You're ever there's subtle things that are always in evolution about you. And I feel like that's what keeps the chemistry and that's what keeps things really exciting and all that passion and lust and just debauchery, the potential to build on your potential debauchery scale has no limits and it shouldn't. I mean, really, you should just be able to, once you're with somebody and established and you, you know, you know them and they know you and it's like, okay. We've got the trust factor down. Now, let's really let loose and explore. And so that's why this this voicemail was really just so much fun for me. But I also want to, you know, talk about the things that can be potentially scary because when HK and I were answering this question, you know, we didn't really, I guess... I don't know if we fully addressed some of what I was thinking. And that's, that's my follow-up here is just like, okay, let's talk about this. Let's break it down because I've had partners come to me and express their kinks. And these weren't even, you know, I mean, these were just different under different scenarios, but I want to, you know, roll the clock back. Let's talk about Clark and BE, you know, two people that I cared for very well, care for very very dearly, a lot. But I remember when I first met Clark, I was just so smitten with him. And BE too, okay, really, actually, yes, both of them. But I think when Clark was suggesting that I, you know, that he wanted to be cuckolded, you know, and I didn't really understand that. So I'm just, I'm trying to imagine maybe what B's husband might be feeling, right? When your partner comes to you, they tell you something, they reveal something, the natural thing to do, and I did this, is it's like you sort of fill in the blanks to your detriment, which is a really good point, you guys. Look, when there's something unknown, if your partner doesn't understand it, you know, they will fill in the blanks to their detriment. So if you're keeping a secret from them or there's something that needs to be discussed and the other person can feel it. So that other person, the general rule is among human beings is we fill in the blanks 
to our own detriment when we don't understand something. So we, so we maybe take something and make it way, way worse than it is. I have the propensity to do that because I need to solve and, and figure something out and I need to understand something. It's just how I'm wired. I will do that with partners. And when, you know, when Clark said to me, Hey, I, I want you, you know, I think this would be really hot. My insecurities just went onto overdrive. It's like, what do you mean you want another man to fuck me? What do you mean you want to like watch that? And that turns you on. I'm thinking like, I'm literally thinking this guy does not care about me at all. That was my first gut reaction. And that was hard. Like when he said, I want you to do this and this would be hot. I'm just like, oh, my female brain at the time, not knowing and understanding this kink and what's behind it, just the lack of understanding. Okay. That leads to a lot of problems when we don't understand each other. It hit my ego a big time. And at the time it hurt. It was just like, oh, it was a kick in the gut. Like, Jesus, this guy. Okay. I'm like, Layla, you better just come to grips here. This guy, you are more about him than he is about you. And that really didn't have anything to do with it. That wasn't true. And it didn't have anything to do with it. I was way off on my perception on this. So when you're bringing new kinks to your partner, be very, very conscious of the fact that this could strike some insecurities in them. This could really, I mean, our natural self-centered perspective will flare up as human beings. We naturally, it's a self-preservation mode. It's just a, it's just a, what about me? It's all about me kind of thing. And so all I'm suggesting here is grease the skids a little bit. If you're going to approach your partner about something that's way out of the norm of what you've been doing, this may be something you've wanted to do forever and never told them. Well, I had this too with BE where he's like, Hey, I want to, you know, I want to explore some bisexual elements that I have. And I just immediately was like, Oh my God, he doesn't like me at all because I'm not a man. And if he likes men, how can he, how can he really like me? He doesn't like me. And he just hasn't realized that yet. Now, you know, I'm like, I'm circling the drain. Like, let me just like instantly, I'm going to go to the worst case scenario. Like, oh my God, like I will catastrophize the hell out of something. And so (laughs) that's really why I need dominant men. I'm just telling you this. And I think this is a female brain, you know, but men can do this too. And so I don't want to just say that it's going to be, you know, just exclusively one way based on the sexes when you are approaching your partner about a kink, like, well, if it's, if you're approaching your partner and he's a man about a kink that he doesn't know about, here's the reaction you can expect vice or versus, you know, here's what you can expect from a woman. No, I think legitimately both sexes, we're going to have these reactions, the insecurity and the making it about ourselves and kind of missing out on the fact that our partner's being honest with us and just trying to tell us this and they, they need a soft place to fall. They need that safe space to be able to express themselves. And it's not the time to make it about you. So really try not to, if, if that happens and you may need, and if you need the time to process it, that's okay. But for the most part, what I think 
I'll generalize here. I think men are open and amenable to <laughs> their women coming to them and saying, I have this, I want to try this in the bedroom. I mean, I just don't know many guys that are going to say no. I, I did have one boyfriend that was, <laughs> that said no. And, but the, you know, that was a long time ago and he's long gone. So I feel that it's more the women, you know, and I guess I just want the guys to be aware. I, I think it's more women when you're approaching us about a kink or a hidden desire, please just know, however you preface this, you may want to also throw in there so that you can stop a woman's brain from circling the drain, that it doesn't have anything to do with your desire for her. And it doesn't in any way indicate that you not you you don't want her because that's some scary shit for ladies. Let me just tell you, it's like we get freaked out, you know, and we're not as resilient as men when it comes to, you know, pitching a new sexual concept. I mean, you know, the men are all about it generally, generally, not all, but generally. And the women, we're going to be more cautious about it. So I hope that B, I love that she wrote a letter. Oh my God. Like, she's. I was telling HK about that. I was just like, she wrote him a letter. We're all about the letter writing. I mean, ugh. you guys, I would say this is a complete sidebar, but you know, if you want to spice things up or surprise your partner, just Google some old school style courtship maneuvers. I mean, these things never get old. Like it is to have a handwritten letter from someone. It's so not only it's it's romantic, it's hot, it's personal, it's it's a connection that we just don't have anymore. And so to just kind of have something that, you know, was really very standard 50 years ago or you know, however long ago to just have that now. Oh God, these are the things that this is the stuff of life. This is the stuff I value. I really do. I mean, like I want a modern slash old school dude, <laughs> you know, that's how you can kind of rock my world. But anyway, but partner changes guys, they can be scary. And so just be sensitive about that. Just know that, you know, your partner might feel like, what is this person doing when I'm not around? I mean, where did they come up with this? Have they been with someone else? How did I not know about this? What does this mean for me? You know, these are just kind of some of the things that I'm being honest, you know, that I've over the seven and a half years of this podcast, you know, that I've struggled with. And I think that this is for whether you're, this applies, whether you're monogamous or ethically non-monogamous. I mean, anytime you throw these curves out there, it, be aware that it can breed some insecurity in your partner. And I think there's also, there's also like a kinky double standard. I think women get more runway because men are more accepting about it. And, and they, they give us the room to explore this stuff. I think men get shamed a lot. You know, I think women, you know, the automatic thing to do is to shame them and tell them like, this is not normal or it's perverted or, you know, we're going to slap the sex addict label on them or something weird and unfair. Okay. So let's try not to do that. It really sucks, you know, and sometimes a a new kink, a new spin on your sexuality is just what you need. And 
it's for me, it's so interesting because a lot of these new kinks come about through my masturbation, which by the way, oh my God, I have taken masturbation to a new level. I feel like it's a holy sacred space. <laughs> Lately, like I feel like more kinks and more desires are coming to me through just my masturbation and letting my imagination run wild. I feel like I should start recording my masturbation sessions and put that on the private podcast, just the audio. But like even the self-talk I have to myself when I'm masturbating, God damn it, it's hot as fuck. I mean, and I'm I'm letting myself go so many more places and just expand and imagine and get so creative. And th- I mean, that's really where it starts, I guess, is with my solo play. And then I'll come back and I'm like, okay, I want to try this. Like, and I love being able to share the fantasies that like, here's what I masturbated to. My mind, I don't really need a lot of porn, to be honest with you, because my mind is a filthy, dirty, disgusting little place that. I've unlocked, I've cracked that door and blown it wide open. You know, there's people that cracked it and then there's people that blew it wide open. And it's just this constant area of myself that's always evolving and changing and growing. And I put energy into it and it's alive. And for a lot of people, it's not. And so when someone starts, when your partner starts tapping into that, freaking encourage it because I'll tell you what, if you can just relax and get your ego out of play, I really feel like, I think that could honestly save a lot of relationships. It just bonds you back together. It shows you, you know, it's a way that your partner's being vulnerable with them and you get to be vulnerable in return. And the connection that you have, and when you start having these open conversations And again, like I said, kind of rediscovering, like this is a new hidden side of your partner. And I just feel strongly that there should be this, like I said, this 5% element of mystery that you always get to maintain with each other that keeps it fresh and exciting. And it's always something to tap into. And that physical act that bonds you and just mm, pulls you back together. Oh. God, it's like, it's the best. So, all right, guys. Well, I hope this helps. I hope this is inspirational. And thank you so much to B for her lovely voicemail. Like I said, guys, you know I love them. Please keep them coming. Don't be shy, guys. Super easy to do. Just do what B did. Go to thecuriousgirldiaries.com. Click on the pink tab on the right-hand side. It's on every page of the website. You have five minutes. Let it rip. I get back to everybody personally. And some of you, I put your, I answer your stuff live on the show. I change your voice. Of course, I respect everybody's privacy. I will always respect your privacy. Do not worry. Even there's some of you that say, don't worry, you can use my name and just use the actual recording. No. I'm always going to err on the side of caution because I'll tell you what, at some point you may not, you know, five years down the road, you may feel differently and not want that out there. And I'm going to do my best to keep you safe and protected. All right, everyone. Love you guys so much. Thank you so much for listening. Everyone stay happy, stay healthy, stay safe. Love you. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. And if you like what you hear, refer me to a friend. And make sure you're following me on social media. Also, go to the website, thecuriousgirldiaries.com 
and join my subscribers only list for access to exclusive content. And as usual, questions or comments, you can always email me at curiousgirl at thecuriousgirldiaries.com.